Welcome to Rookie Designer. Yes, we're back. My name is Jake, and I'm here with my new co-host, Carl. Welcome, Carl. Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? Very good. I'm glad you could join me with this podcast, and uh, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself? Sure. My name is Carl Gravakis. I am the sole proprietor of Holy Carp Design. I am also full-time employed with a educational uh, nonprofit as a production design manager. Basically, that means I do everything related to design and fulfillment, um, including video, web, and print. Mostly print, though. Now, what is your background? My background, I was um, educated as a designer at Suffolk University. I went to the New England School of Art and Design. I've always known I wanted to be a creative, whether it was going to be animating or uh, design or whatnot. I wanted to be an artist that could have a living. So I chose graphic design. Um, my background is I used to work for an online printer, Vistaprint. Um, that lasted maybe a year and a half, and then I moved into the gift industry. Um, within that industry, I was a print designer doing newsletters and whatnot. I also learned a lot about large format printing and uh, production, how to make signs, and how to properly build them. And in my current role, I've just been doing a lot more logo design and just continuing with uh, direct mail pieces and such. So I've got the classically trained artist uh, background, I guess. Very cool, very cool. And I, and I think that's one thing that I find interesting, having met you some years ago, is to, to hear how you move through the industry and, and the different areas that you're in. And I, and I like the fact that you're actually classically trained because that's one thing that I am not. So a little bit about myself, if you're new to Rookie Designer, is I'm a full-time freelance designer. I have 14 years of print experience, and I actually came out of working at print shops. While I'm not university educated, I am actually fully self-taught. I started out in customer service at a print shop and then eventually went into pre-press when they asked me if I was interested. I didn't even know about graphic design or any of that because when I was in high school, I actually went the music route rather than the artist route or rather than like drawing or stuff like that. And I got into it and I absolutely fell in love with it. I, I love using the software and I really love the more print technical side of things. And I, I tell people that when I'm talking to clients or I'm talking to friends that I'm more of a technical designer, which means I, I like to do more stuff with, I don't know, like uh, form layout, uh, magazine layout, stuff like that, which is not so much on the drawing side. And I uh, worked for several different print shops, everything from stationery to uh, commercial to my last job at a print shop was actually in label converting and digital printing. I actually went in there and set up the whole digital printing department and eventually worked my way up to vice president of that company. I wasn't happy in that role because I realized I didn't want to manage people. I wanted to run my own business as myself. So I, I left that job and I had some side jobs for a while while I was trying to get my business off the ground. And then in the at the end of 2010, I actually left those side jobs and went full on into my own business. 
And so I've been in business about a year and a half, and it's been a struggle. It hasn't been easy. But that's one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast before, because I got to talk about a lot of the stuff that I've been through. And I think that's what's going to be neat, bringing somebody like Carl in, who is more focused on his his full-time job and moving through different industries and stuff like that, but still has his freelance side. Now, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Holy Carp? How did that come about? Holy Carp, um, well, first there's the logo. Uh, You can see it at Holy Carp Design. Um, My logo started out just as a standard little sketch, I guess. Um, But I I was originally a powder keg uh, design, and I noticed that there were other people in the industry playing with that name or using it in some capacity. So I, I knew that I couldn't rightfully use that. Holy Carp was a logo I created while working with Powder Keg or working as Powder Keg. And it kind of had the wit and the humor that I wanted to express in my graphic design. I wanted something that would give people pause. You know, they read it. The typeface is so similar. They read it as Holy Crap. But once they see... Once they see the logo is a uh, goldfish with a, a halo, they they kind of pause and they read it again, and it's holy carp. So it's it's meant to really be expressive. Um, as working with holy carp, I've done you know some pro bono work, usually working with um, anime conventions, gaming conventions, and whatnot, just plying my trade. But it's never really been a revenue generator until this year. Um, my new role as a production design manager has allowed me to actually uh, scale back design on the job when I'm doing production and you know think about what I want to do after hours. Um, working with a nonprofit gives you that kind of benefit, I guess. Um, uh, so... What I what I do after hours is I actually collaborate with Prepressology, your company, Jake, yep. and I also work with um, other companies that I knew from my previous job as an invitation and stationer. Um, I work with a company just doing freelance hours, and it, it's constant, so it's great. Very cool, very cool. Now, is it something that you hope to eventually turn into a full time situation, or are you happy? with what you're doing now and, and the situation as far as working for somebody and having that security and then using it as a, a extra revenue? Is that something you enjoy doing or is it a direction you eventually want to go in? The extra revenue is fantastic. And now at this point, now that I'm making a little more than I've made ever before, I see even more money flowing through the non-guaranteed freelance work and that's the, it's gravy but i love the idea of being able you know pay down the student loans paying for my education but um at at the same time i do want to be my own boss and i i'm taking everything i can from my current job uh learning you know video editing and all that those are the benefits you know you can learn stuff on the job that other people are paying for um but I live in Massachusetts. We have a requirement for health insurance. So that's also the other benefit of a full-time job. You have health insurance, and it's in, it's very expensive if you don't have it. You get penalties here. So I do like the security of a full-time job. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think we're going to see that happen down the road on a national level. And I, obviously, we don't want to get into politics, but 
that's obviously a concern of mine, and I think it's interesting that you bring that up. And we'll definitely talk about healthcare and how you deal with healthcare as a freelancer as opposed to what you're doing and how we, that compares and how you can get it. Um, I've actually joined an organization that can help with that, but that, that's definitely for a different show. Yeah, now, absolutely. Like, like Carl talked about, we, we collaborate on, on several different projects, and uh, it's worked out really well. And it's funny because I, I met Carl online at a forum called Graphic Design Forum that used to be owned by Alan uh, Harkerold. He had, had started the forum and, and eventually it got bought out. And it obviously, like a lot of things, it changes. But Carl and I always had this like fun relationship on there. And we, we group, there's a group that it's funny, it's almost like as the forum has changed hands and some of us have stepped away, the core group that had a lot of fun on there still keeps in t- contact. And it was funny because Carl and I didn't have a lot of contact for a little while. And then we started talking a little bit more on Facebook, which obviously that's the one of the coolest things about Facebook is you can find people that you used to be in contact with. And we started talking more and more on there. And then I had a trip out to Boston, and I was I was meeting my brother so we could go up to do something. And uh, he's like, hey, you know, I live here. Of course, I didn't realize that. I mean, I knew that, but it just didn't dawn on me. He's like, hey, why don't we meet up? And so we actually met, what, last year? Yeah, it was sometime last year. Literally, um, I saw that you were in Boston, and I think I called you, and we met in like 20 minutes. Yeah, which was really funny because it was kind of like, oh, that's right. He does live here. (laughs) So that was really cool. We met, had a beer, we talked. You actually showed me your portfolio, which was really cool to see that. And I kind of walked away with that thinking, you know, this could actually be really good for my business. Because one of the things as a freelancer you run into is that as you grow, you have to make choices about the type of work you take because your time is limited. I mean, there's only 24 hours in a day, and you can't work all of them. You can try. It doesn't work. So you have to kind of figure out, at what point do I have somebody help me? Do I bring in an intern? Do I work with people that... I know can do things. And and that's kind of where Carl came in is I needed help with some projects. And I was like, you know what? And and to be honest with you, it was a lot more artistic stuff that I needed help with a lot more hand drawn to stuff. And that's not somewhere that I have a lot of expertise in. And I'll be honest, you don't want me to draw things. It's not pretty. So I asked Carl if he'd be interested and we've worked on several projects now and it's been a great relationship. And then it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, you know, my my other co-host Kitty, she decided to focus on her business and focus on her website, uh, the Foodies Kitchen, which will be in the show notes. Definitely check it out if you love food. And and so she decided to step in that direction, and I was like, okay, I, I'll do rookie on my own. And it never really happened because it's not easy to do a podcast by yourself. The original owner of Rookie Designer, Adam, I have no idea how he did it for a hundred and something episodes, talking to himself. He must do that a lot to be able to do 100 episodes. So I talked to Carl, and I was like, hey, you know what? I really want to get Rookie back off the ground. Are you interested? And he was like, absolutely. And so now Carl's here, and and not only do we collaborate on a business sense for freelance, but now I get to talk to him, and we get to talk about a lot of the stuff that we already talk about on Facebook and chat and stuff like that that we can now share it with other people. 
But one of the really cool things about collaborating is finding that software that works really well. Now, I have some other people that I collaborate with that I, that I was trying some stuff out, trying to figure out what works as far as project management. And I, I tried High Rise and Basecamp, and obviously there was a price tag with it as well that it was kind of a concern for me being a freelancer. And I wasn't really finding what I wanted. And I was talking to Carl, and Carl's like, well, have you heard of Podio? And that's P-O-D-I-O. And I was like, no, never heard about it at all. So, Carl, why don't you talk about where you found that and what you think of that software? Sure, absolutely. Um, Podio is something that my boss actually found at the full-time job. Um, We've been having trouble doing um, project management. Frankly, we were trying, trying to hire someone. And, you know, that's a salary that's very expensive. So we, we found Podio, uh, which is run by Citrix. We've all already been using GoToMeeting for the last few weeks before we had started using Podio. And when I saw this program, I saw it was all online. It's all browser-based. And I'm like, this looks fantastic. Initially, it starts as uh, free for up to five users, at least in your work group. And then uh, you can pay for a larger work group. So whereas my full-time job is a very small company, we're like, yeah, let's try this out. Now, as far as learning the program, I was tasked with learning and becoming a user of that program for various tasks we were doing. We run training camps and all that. And I was trying to get people um, within the company to learn it in they weren't really wanting to pick it up. They they thought the reporting tasks just was taking them too long. Now, they're not as tech savvy, I will admit. But when I saw the potential for this, I actually said, Jake, why don't you check this out? I think this is a great program for, you know, when we're collaborating, we can set uh, timesheets, deliverables, we can define a project, we can give quick feedback. And the deeper... In you go. It's like peeling back layers of an onion. There's actually apps within the program that people build and use. Now, the funny thing is we're still using it on a surface level at work, but when I handed it to Jake, uh, you you actually started using it uh, more expansively, and I've learned more about the program simply because I handed it to you. So, well, thanks for doing all that work, Jake. <laughs> yeah, and I think you brought up a really good point that the fact that there's apps within the program is really interesting. Um, one of the things I was trying to find, because I used HiRise on Basecamp, was something that was all together. And, and I know Basecamp and HiRise can be linked together, but I wanted something that was a little bit easier for me to use. Um, there's definitely a learning curve with this. I, I found that the interface isn't as intuitive as I thought it would be. But once you get used to it, once you get used to how it works and things like that, you kind of learn where things are and you kind of learn what what you can do with it. Um, I absolutely think it's amazing that they allow up to five users for free in a group. So, for example, Carl and I collaborate on projects, so there's two. I have another group that I collaborate with that actually has three other members. So I could still be in that group and be in a, and basically have my own business set up where Carl and I share a project. And, and all of that is still free, which is absolutely amazing to me. Um, 
there's there's things. Obviously, some of the, the apps that that I use personally are the project management apps as far as you can set a project, you can set deadlines, you can set the scope of the project. Um, I have things where I actually added a few things to the app, which that's the other cool thing is you can edit these apps to work the way you want them to work. So, for example, I have in the project app, I actually have an invoice uh, invoice sent, invoice reminder, and invoice paid box so that I can put in there when I've sent an invoice, when I remind somebody, and when they pay it. So that all that information is right there with the project. Um, i trying to think what some of the other stuff is that I use. I mean, the other nice thing is that you can upload files. So like when Carl does a design project for me and he's done doing his part and he wants to, for me to see it, Instead of having to email it to me or anything like that, again, he keeps everything together. He just attaches it to the project in the comments. And then I get an email that says, hey, Carl just added something to this project. Go in, and I can see it right there. I've, I've attached PDFs, uh, Excel documents, obviously JPEGs, uh, PNGs, stuff like that. I have not found anything that won't attach to a project. Now, the stuff like the JPEGs, the the PNGs, stuff like that, you can actually view right in the browser, right on their uh, website. The other stuff you do have to download to be able to view it, but that's fine. I mean, that's not a huge thing to have to deal with. But I like the fact that I can actually put Illustrator files up there. I could put InDesign files up there. That way, everything is right there together. So in collaborating with somebody else, Carl could go in there and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to take... You're busy with something else. Let me take this InDesign document, and I'll run with adding the images to it. And it's all right there for him. Now, I know people use Dropbox. I use Dropbox for stuff like that as well. But I just like the fact that everything is contained. And, of course, I like the fact that it's free for up to five users. I mean, that, that to me, is absolutely amazing. It's and fantastic. as a freelancer, money is important. So that was a big thing. When Carl suggested this to me, I'm like, I didn't believe it was free, and I'm still waiting. There's still something in the back of my mind that's like, at what point do I run out of storage space? At what point do I stop being able to add uh, clients? Like, where does it stop? And I'll be honest with you, I've had a lot of stuff to this, and it has not stopped. So it's really interesting, and and I absolutely love that Carl brought this to my attention. And I've shared it with a lot of different people, and they're all like, it's free. Like everybody has that same hesitation because we all know there are things out there that are absolutely great and are free to a point. And then they're like, okay, now that we've got you addicted to this, now you got to pay for it. So it, it's interesting that this is free. Um, is there anything else that you can think to add to? Well, honestly, I'd like to hear from uh, our listeners, you know, how they're using it. For example, I'm using it to, kind of track hours so I can better quote out projects. So, you know, are you using stuff like timesheets, deliverables, uh, assigning roles, and, you know, setting up meetings? I'd love to hear about different apps that are built for this um, and seeing how other people use it. I found that this has been fantastic for the projects we've worked together on. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, I one of the people that I've talked to about this was uh, Tawny Stone, who is... Uh, she runs Endeavor Creative. She was looking for something because she's a web designer. She wanted something that she could wireframe 
better with. And I'd be curious if there's web designers out there that use Podio. What are they using within Podio to get that that element? Because I could see that being good for wireframing, obviously, or page layout where you're doing that first initial sketch really quick. Is there something that people are using that, that allows them to do that? Um, the other thing is, obviously, there's, and I say obviously, but I think it's now today everything has an app. Um, there's an iPhone app, and then you, you have the Android app? Yes, I have Android app on both tablet and phone. Yeah, and I actually I have an Android tablet and an iPhone, so the same thing. I have the app on the tablet and on the phone, and it is spectacular. I mean, it's everything you see online you can basically do on your phone or on your tablet, which I think is great because if I'm out somewhere and, well, for example, Carl uploads a sketch or Carl uploads something for me to look at, I can actually look at it on my phone as long as it's a... uh, a file that I could actually view on my phone, but most of the time it is. Um, tablet, you got the bigger interface. It's it's really cool to be able to read the notes, go through them really quick. But the one, th- as well as that, there's your your client contact information can be right in Podio too. So I've done that where I have a client that's like, hey, can you call me back? And they didn't leave a number, and I call the number on the phone, and it, it ends up going through their for some reason didn't work or something happened. So I could actually go into Podio and look and get their contact information. And yeah, I could have it in my contacts on my phone, but I like to separate my personal contacts from my business. And again, it's all about keeping everything contained because the more it's contained in the same software and the same website in the same area, the more it's, I feel it's more organized. And I think that's a huge selling point for me. And then having the, the mobility of having it away from your, your desktop or laptop is great, too, because that keeps you connected with the people you're collaborating with and what's going on. So if you haven't looked at Podio and you're looking for something to manage your projects or manage your group, definitely check it out. I'll have the uh, link in the show notes. And actually, I should bring this up, and I should have brought it up earlier. If you're looking for the show notes... Um, Go to RookieDesigner.com and look for episode 138. The show notes will be right with the, basically the download of the MP3 will be right there with the the show notes. And you can find all of the stuff we're talking about, Podio, our own personal business links. Um, I'll throw Tawny's in there too so you can look at what she does. And stuff like that will all be in those show notes. I might have a quick getting started I created for work that I could add to um, just a simple PDF, you know, showing the layout. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that'd be great because I think that would help. Because like we talked about earlier, it's the interface is not the most intuitive. I mean, the guys that collaborate with me and the other group, one of them's a photographer, and he was like, yeah, this is going to take some getting used to. But he, the more he uses it, the more he understands where things are and stuff like that. Now... Like you said, if you're not as tech savvy, it may be a little difficult, but give it time. Like any any new software is going to give you some headaches in the beginning. So, yeah, that PDF could be really good. Now, it would have been nice if you had shared that with me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now, Carl just says, week. here's a great idea. Now you get to struggle through it like I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. We'll, we'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, I guess that... I think that's a good place to stop for this show. I mean, you got to know who Carl is. 
we gave you a new software to check out, and we're going to try to keep these shows about a half hour long, maybe a little bit longer if we do interviews and stuff like that, but I think this is a great place to stop. So where can people find you online? I am online at holycarpdesign.com. Um, it, my portfolio, my resume is there. Um, my email link is currently not working. Uh, the form says it works, but that's a project that we're actually working on. Um, and my Twitter feed is at holycarpdesign as well. And I also have something called iStock University if you're into um, gaming. Uh, such as D&D and Warhammer and whatnot, that's another handle for finding me. Okay, all right, cool. You can actually, we have a handle for Twitter for Rookie Designer, and that's at Rookie Designer. Um, you, we also have a Facebook page for Rookie Designer. We'd love it if you went there and liked it. Um, my personal handle, I've got Prepressology that's on Twitter. You can reach me personally at jake at prepressology.com, and that is P-R-E- P-R-E-S-S-O-L-O-G-Y dot com. And you can also reach me at jake at rookiedesigner.com. So you've got a couple different places you can look for us. And all that stuff will be in the show notes. It's easy for you guys to, to touch base with us. If you like what you're hearing, let us know. Drop us a, a message through the contact form on Rookie Designer. But most importantly, and it helps us get basically back off the ground is go into iTunes and give us a rating. That rating helps iTunes kind of push us a little bit and get us out in front of more people. But especially now that we're restarting this, I'd love if you guys would go out there and, and give us a rating and let us know what you think because your feedback is going to be important. Also, if you've got show ideas, let us know. Let us know what you want to hear about. Um, if you've got software that you're interested in having us take a look at, if you've got a project that you're working on that you want us to talk about, let us know. We'll, uh, we'll be doing interviews. We'll be talking to other designers. Um, obviously, any of that stuff. So just send in your ideas. Send in your projects. Give us something to talk about. Uh, obviously, as a freelance designer, there's a lot out there to talk about. So we'll have lots of shows. So make sure you check back. And hopefully we'll get on a regular schedule as we get better at this and as Carl gets used to podcasting. I think he did a really good job for his first time. And uh, make sure you let him know that, too. Well, I think that brings this show to a close. And as always, everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star.